Hi, thanks for joining us. Um, I am Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. You're listening in to Let's Talk About It, hashtag college life. Um, we're the podcast where we talk to many college students and graduates about challenges and opportunities that they have during their journey from being inspiring um, young adults to inspirational adulthood. Um, today, we have a special guest, Ms. Stacy Porsche. She's a, from Arizona, um, and she actually graduated in 2016 from Arizona State, and at this time is in the great state of Louisiana, attending Southern University as a law student. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Hi. I'm Ms. Johnson. I'm glad to be here today. Thanks. <laughs> hey, is there any other tidbit you'd like to share about yourself? Maybe something we can't read or know before we get started? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much kind of my whole background. I'm a a Southern University Law Center, uh, I'm a 3L evening student. So I attend class at night um, and go in the, uh, and work in the daytime, work full-time in the daytime. So You're working full-time right now? Yes, I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. I just came from work to get to school, get to campus right now. So it's very a long. A lot of people do that during law school. I, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, I think the hardest part is it's like you have to, because law school is usually three years. So you have that extra year. So it's like, okay, I'm doing this for so long, but you know, there's the, the end of the road is coming. <laughs> it's coming. Right. You know, that's one thing I noticed about your LinkedIn is that when you put that you were a law student um, at Southern University, you put, I can't make a note of it, you put what from um, 2017 to 2021? 20, right, yeah. I was like, okay, she's owning that. She's like, I'm, I'm gonna be in there for that four years and then I'm out. Yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, because you know a lot of people just put the you know that they're a student. Right. They don't dare put that when they're going to graduate from law school or like when they're getting their their PhD. They they don't dare put an end date. You're like, oh, this is my end date. I'm done. Right. I'm not trying to do any longer than I need to. <laughs> and you know, it's gonna take me four years. I'm gonna be done in four years. Like that's gonna be the end of it. And and I, and like I said, I, you know, I'm a um, I'm a non traditional law student. Most law students don't work. Um, in the daytime and go to school. And I definitely had a non-traditional path to law school. So, um, you know, I, I own that too. Like <laughs> I definitely, I could have made things easier for myself with getting to law school, but you know, I'm here and I think I've learned from my experiences, so. Well, you know, tell, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you mentioned that you had a non-traditional path because again, that's what this podcast is about, uh, allowing college students to understand that they're not alone that other people have some of the same challenges and take some of the same waves or different ways, but they have, you know, some challenges in their journey. Tell me about if maybe one or two things that you, um, that happened on your journey to law school. Um, so I graduated high school in 2008. Um, and so I went to, I went uh, to Arizona State University. I started there um, for about, my parents had enough to cover for about two years. And I didn't, I didn't even know about like scholarships or anything. And so um, I was kind of stuck and I was like, I gotta pay for school. So I started working full-time and going to school um, as an undergrad. So that's when I kind of started the whole full-time and school thing. Um, first doing that uh, is not easy. <laughs> so it did take me a little bit longer to finish my undergrad degree. Um, but I think that experience helped prepare me to manage my time wisely. So when I did get to law school and I had to you know, work and go to school, I'm able to manage my time well enough to get what I need to get done for school and get what I need to get done for work as well. 
Um, so that was one of the, the harder experiences I had to uh, go through was getting to law school. Um, I would say, yeah, it's a, it, was, it was also different. <laughs> so. so did you always know that you wanted to be a lawyer? Yeah, that's, that I always wanted to be an attorney. So when I was younger, it actually started because um, I said uh, to my dad one day, I might have been about eight, and I said, Dad, I've never seen a, a woman president or a black president. Well, I mean, at the time, there wasn't one. At the but, time, yes. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, we haven't had any. He was, I was like, I want to be the first black woman president. I was like, what do I have to do to be the president? And he said, well, most presidents are lawyers. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to be a lawyer. And I um, didn't know what a lawyer did, nothing. But, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to do it. But um, as I've grown and learned what people do in these positions, <laughs> I don't want to be the president <laughs> at all. Um, but I do, I do, uh, I have, I love rules. I love, um, I love applying uh, facts to the law and problem solving, which is what attorneys do. Um, so that's one thing that I have fallen in love with and why, you know, I continued on the path to becoming an attorney because I was like, oh, okay, I actually like what, you know, they do. So, yeah. You know, I want to back up for a minute because you said that you didn't know about scholarships. Your parents had enough money to get you through the first two years of school. And I was just sharing what, um, so I teach a class um, at a local college here and I was sharing with the students today that that window is open now for them to apply for scholarships for the spring. And I said, you know, go ahead and apply because if someone applies, if no one applies to meet the criteria, then they will give you the scholarship. And also there are so many scholarships go unclaimed so much money every year, you know, but again, that's why this podcast, that's why let's talk about it because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah, it's hundred percent true. Yeah, like I, I didn't know, I didn't even know where to be because my mom, my dad played football, so he kind of got a scholarship for college that way. Didn't really have to worry about anything. My mom, um, she kind of was in a different situation where her mom passed, and um, her dad was able to pay for her to get through school. So they didn't even know like how to direct me, basically, you know, going into college. Um, so. Yeah, that was definitely one thing I learned. And, and I passed that on to my sister. She's actually in school now at Arizona State. And as soon as like she got to like her junior year of high school, I was like, start applying for scholarships now. Do this, do this, like trying to do, put her in the best situation so she could get through and not have to go the long route that I had to go through. So, yeah. Absolutely. So are you the oldest, the friend of her firstborn? Yeah, I am the oldest. We're eight years apart. So yeah, we're okay. Busy. There's yeah. ten years between my sister and myself. So oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So we got to take care of our baby sisters and then help right. them get along. You know, she, of course, mine's all grown up now. Now she coaches me. <laughs> She's always yeah. calling me. You said um too much. You know, you need to work on your video. You need better lighting. So she <laughs> she coaches me now. I'm gonna hire her to manage my my life. Yeah. So well, well, that's awesome that you're able that you know now. And you can help your sister so that she can get ahead a little bit in that right. program. Yeah. So I first saw you or noticed you on LinkedIn, another young man who I'd interviewed in the past, he liked the post that you made. So talk, now we're talking about scholarships. You recently received the scholarship. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. So the one I recently received was the Corporate Council Women of Color Scholarship. Um, it actually was a scholarship I applied to maybe like in February, it was a while ago. Um, 
uh, or maybe I found out about it in February and I might have sent it in later, but um, someone, one of the attorneys at our school is actually a member of the organization and forwarded to the students. Um, and we get forwarded a lot of emails, but I saw this and I was like, I need to apply. This organization is definitely one that I want to be a part of. I want to, you know, one day be a, a woman of color working in corporate America. So um, that's definitely one of the, another reason why I wanted to apply for it. So I, I applied um for that um and then uh i was uh i was awarded it uh, i got an email last week about it and um it was funny because the email just said letter from corporate counsel i was like oh yeah i applied for that scholarship i was, I was like oh i probably didn't get it i was like i don't even want to read it and then i opened it and it was like you know you were awarded the, i was like oh my gosh <laughs> So it was really, um, I, that was really exciting. And it was like, and I think I put on the post, it had been a hard week um, with classes and work. And I was just kind of like, law school was such an up and down experience. Um, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, why am I doing all this? And this is so much work and long nights. And and that kind of was just a moment was like, you know, where someone was seeing my hard work and was saying that, you know, you're doing well the done. right. Yeah, yeah. So that re I really appreciated that. Um, especially from that organization. So that right. was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. What other scholarships have you received? Um, so over the summer, I received the def a scholarship from the Defense Research Institute. Um, it's a legal organization. Um, and that was a $10,000 scholarship. So that basically covered my year. Yeah, this year for me. So that was awesome. A, yeah, yeah, it was a huge help. Um, and I've so both organizations I've now joined um as a student um i'm a part of and so dri has a lot of stuff and a, a lot of and i and i like to attend different workshops with attorneys um i don't have any attorneys in my family so i kind of got to do a little bit of extra work as far as like networking and meeting people and i mean they don't always have to end up being like a mentor or someone who I keep, but like, you know, my face has been seen at different places. And I'm, you know, I've met you, I met you one time a few years ago at this conference and, you know, it could eventually maybe grow to something years down the line. So I just, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I connect to people on LinkedIn all the time and <clears throat> we may have, um, you know, someone in common as connections or, or I'm just interested in their field. We may have a, the same field we may align for is what we do in work. We may align for what I do in my volunteer space. We may align what I do with colleges and things of that nature. So, you know, then all of a sudden one day, even if someone else needs something, I'm like, you know what? I'm friends with someone on LinkedIn. Let me connect you. Yeah. I, I connect two friends on LinkedIn last night. I'm like, I sent the little email and I'm like, here's an introduction here, you That's know, awesome. and here's why I'm introducing you and, you know, take it from there. So they, exchange notes back and forth and they have a call set up yeah yeah see that's awesome that's awesome yeah so it may not even be to help yourself but maybe help someone help else you know else. right um i call myself a connector and so the more people you network with and connect to the more people you can connect so i speaking of networking i was going to ask you about networking and mentors and were you were at a conference last week so that's another thing i, I was able to um i was chosen for. Um, so Thurgood Marshall Scholarship Institute, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Um, yes. They have a leadership institute, I'm sorry, um, every year in DC um, for just the HBCU uh, schools, um, where they basically teach you about um, how to build your leadership skills. Um, 
and uh, there's a few law schools that are 10. I think this, it was only just like Southern University Law Center in um, Texas. Texas Southern University. Yeah, Texas Southern University, yeah, um, that attended. And, and this was the first year they actually had a law student immersion program where um, they actually took us on to Capitol Hill. We got to meet with some of the African-American attorneys that worked there and kind of, they were um, letting us, let us know how, you know, their experience is working on the Hill, um, how they got there, how we could get there. Um, so that, and they were very candid about like some of their experiences that they've had. Uh, we also got to speak with some um, attorneys in a firm in DC, a big firm in DC. Um, they were also very candid about their experience um and gave us some you know advice on how we could you know get into positions that they're in as well and then also some other um non-traditional legal positions like lobbyists and different things we could do with our degree so that um that program uh with Thurgood Marshall was awesome um it was four days we learned about branding um, ourselves, and it was just, it was just a really awesome experience. I'm glad I was able to be a part of that um, that for that week. So that was uh, that in DC or that conference that I went to, yeah, last week. That that's great, and and I like the extra touch that they put to it to actually introduce you guys to professionals who are doing the jobs and in the roles that you know that you want to be in. Right. Right. And yeah, with that, that you know, extra mile, I, I like that, that piece of it. So, and are you, so you're working full time and going to law school. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of my takeaway from that is, did you have an opportunity to interview with anyone for a possible internship? So I did it at Thurgood Marshall. Um, I, I actually, I already have um, an internship lined up for this summer at a firm. Oh, great. Um, is that Louisiana? It's actually in Arizona. I did, okay. I interned with the Louisiana firm this past summer, um, which went really well and I did enjoy it. And I, I think that's kind of the route I wanna go into a firm once I graduate. Um, so the next one I'm going to is in Arizona. Um, a lot of the companies that were interviewing at the Leadership Institute, uh, they weren't really looking for any legal interns. Uh, that, I mean, we could have kind of taken some compliance um, uh, position interviews and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so no, at the, at the Institute, I didn't get the chance to interview with anyone, but I have interviewed other places and have some other positions. So yeah. And, and, um, you probably took away a couple of names and contacts to stay in touch with. I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing that they taught us too, was about how important it is to build your network and, you know, keep the, keep in contact with these cards that, you know, the business cards that you're given in. So and not just the people there, but other students. I mean, right. you guys yeah. are the future. You guys are going to run it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be the next CEOs um, from that conference. We'll be seeing them in a few years. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So you want to make sure you stay in touch and say, oh, I, as they grow and in, in their career in life, be able to, you know, give them a high five, you know, on social media or what have you, send them yeah. a, a note. So that's great. Yeah, uh, I think that's why... Um, I think, because you said you saw me through, his name starts with an F. Belial. Uh, say, say it again. Belial. He wants to be an attorney too. He's at um, North Carolina A&T. I think he also went to the Leadership Institute. Because um, I, I, I looked him up after you sent me that. And I was like, okay, I, I added him from that. Because there was a few like students I added from the Leadership Institute. So I was like, okay, I think that's where I 
I've met him from. So yeah, yeah, definitely will keep my eye on him as well. <laughs> yes, he wants that young man. Keep an eye on him. He, yeah. He is, he definitely, I mean, he's, he, I've um, done a podcast with him, so you can go back and listen to it, but yeah, he's definitely on his way. He's done some amazing things. He started a foundation and, you know, yeah. he's well on his way. Yeah. Well on his way. Uh, so let me back up a little bit. So I think I heard you say you graduated from high school in um, 2008 mm-hmm. and you graduated with your undergrad in 2016. Correct. And so I wanted to highlight that because sometimes people think if they can't finish within that traditional four years or what have you, they give up. Right. Right. And, and, I, and I felt like that almost for a period of time. I was like, well, I can't be a lawyer. I, it took me too long to finish school. And I was like, and then one day I was like, I can do this. I'm going to have to figure out a way to do this because this is what I want to do. Um, I'm, I mean, I was working full time. I had a good job. I wasn't like... I was like angry with what I was doing or anything like that, but I was like, this isn't what I want to do. Um, and so I, I sat down, I figured out what I needed to do to finish my degree. Cause I wasn't done with my degree at the time. I finished my degree in 2016 and I, right after I, I was putting in my law school applications. Um, now that you stopped going to school at any point or did you just keep going and take, you know, fewer classes to finish? I was taking fewer classes um, at the point in the middle. Um, I mean, almost not taking classes, like one class here, there kind of thing. I wasn't, you know, driven to finish. I was just like, "Ah, I'll get done. But then I was just, I had to, I got to a point where I was like, okay, this is enough. I need to get done. I need to do what I, what I want to do. So kudos to you for hanging in there and finding a way to make it happen. Right. Find a way to make it. Because sometimes things like that break people and they don't, uh, they don't ever go back to it. They yeah. just feel defeated and they don't ever um, finish the, the race, right. right? So you you finished the race. Not only that, you passed the time, went on, you know, to grad school, got accepted into law school. So, you know, kudos to you for that. And, mm-hmm. and I hope that, and I, I know that this story here is going to help some of our listeners out there who are maybe experiencing the same things. And um, I, so my take, I want to go back and highlight that because my takeaway to them is, um, those listening is the journey may not always be the way you want it to be. No one's is right. every once in a while it does, but somewhere it's going to catch you. Right? <laughs> but you know, you got to stay focused on what it is you want. And you, sometimes you have to, I tell my nieces, you have to pull way down in your belly there. You have to dig deep. You got to go deep and pull it up and make something happen. Yeah. What, you know, whatever it is that you want. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm proud of you for, you know, sticking, hanging in there and doing that and being able to share that today. So what's some of the advice um, your parents gave? You said that they, you didn't have anyone in law, you know, um, no lawyers or attorneys in your family. Your parents really um, wasn't, they're like, what? What's going on? Scholarship, figure it out. (laughs) But what are some of the, but we all have something that our parents have told us that kind of stay with us to make us complete our journey? Uh, The things that that they said that encourage you to keep going. I think the best advice I've received from my parents regarding this journey specifically is that I wasn't alone. Um, uh, And that's because sometimes I do feel so alone, and especially being away from my parents. My 
backstory, my grandparents and my extended family is here in Louisiana, but I'm really close with my mom and dad and sister and not being there, you know, I do feel them not being here, it is a little hard sometimes. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, my, mom, my mom's a minister and she was like, you know, God is with you. Like you're, you know, someone's always with you. You're, you're okay. Um, so that's been, that they're really encouraging in that aspect. Um, and I, I don't think I could be where I am today if it wasn't for them and what they instilled in me when I was younger um, to get here. So, yeah. And, and that's normally the way it is. And, and I always ask college students that because they always say, well, I didn't listen to my parents then, you know, or maybe someone else told me. If you go back to my podcast, a lot of people say that, like, well, yeah, my parents said that, but, you know, I, later on someone else said, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I should do that. And I love that they're so honest. I love it. Because we've all been there, right? I mean, even now, my mom may tell me something, and I was like, uh, let me get off this phone with mom. <laughs> you got to think about it. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Then I have to think about it. Then I have to think about it. So uh, I'll keep it on the path of advice. What's some advice you maybe can share with uh, our young college students there? You know, even like you have a Bilal who's, he's um, a freshman this year in college, but he definitely knows he wants to be an attorney and that's his right. path, right? Yeah. So what's some advice you can share with them about that transition really from undergrad to grad? Um, this was actually some advice I received from an attorney. Um, it was the busier you are, the more you can accomplish. Because sometimes you feel like, especially in law school, you feel like you're never doing enough, but you're doing so much at the same time. <laughs> so, but you know what? When you're doing stuff, you're getting stuff done. So um, just just keep on trying. Like, you can do it. Don't don't think that you're not doing enough because you are. Just keep, but keep on doing it. So I guess that's the best advice I could kind of give. Uh, and, and also, you mentioned that week you got the scholarship. It was kind of a rough week for you, sort of up and down. What was happening then? Um, that's a, that's back to feeling like you're not enough, not enough or not doing enough. Um, so I was uh, able to put in a little. Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Did you mean? Okay, you went blank for a minute. But what you say, you said it's like that part of that being enough or not enough. Right. Um, and so in, and you, you can put a lot of effort into things and it just not be right with law school, with law, with, so. With anything. Uh, yeah, with anything. And so, you know, you just have to keep on, keep going, keep trying and know that, you know, at the end, it's all going to pay off. Everything's going to come full circle. Um, it's going to be worth it. All your work and hard work and effort. <laughs> It will be worth it. Yeah. it. It really will. I'll tell you that. It, it will be worth it. Um, and I look forward to seeing um, the change in your status when you put that picture on LinkedIn and say that, you know, guess who's an attorney now? I just saw another student, a young man. He said, well, I'm changing my status to doctor so-and-so. Now, I'm like literally at yelling at the computer like, yay, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. awesome. I'd love to see people achieve their yeah. goals. Yeah. So what do you see yourself in the next 10 years? What's in store for Stacey in 10 years? Um, in the next 10 years, I hopefully will be, I mean, one of the few uh, African-American partners at a law firm. Uh, 
or even working for a corporation, uh, there's not, there's about 5% African American attorneys in the legal community. So, you know, hopefully. Really? Uh, yeah, I know so many attorneys. Yeah, yeah, you know so many. They must all be here in Houston. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but um, it, it might have been up to, went up to like seven now. But yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to increase that number and then help, you know, bring some people with me to increase that number as well. So okay. yeah, so hopefully that's where I'll be in the next uh, 10 years or so. I, I met a, a female attorney yesterday. I was over at um a business luncheon at the Rockets and she was there. And so we've already exchanged emails. We've connected on LinkedIn and we're like, we're both in Houston. Let's stay connected. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Always, always shaking hands. Yeah. <laughs> I it was one of my shared race is always like, just keep shaking hands. You never know who you're going to meet and who's going to present an opportunity for you or who's going to know someone that they connect you to for an opportunity. Right. So I just tell people, keep smiling, keep shaking hands. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to keep doing. <laughs> yes. So just want to say thank you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Maybe I haven't asked you, but I know we, we sort of planned this a week out. Was there anything that you'd like to share with the audience? Um... I think I, I think we kind of covered a lot. <laughs> covered a lot. We did cover a lot, hon. It seemed like a short time, but we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any questions, if you are interested in law school, um, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, uh, I can tell you about my experience because applying to law school is a whole, you know, event in itself. So um, if you have any questions about that, about the LSAT, um, I definitely want to be a resource. I'm willing to be a resource to anyone. So don't feel afraid to ask me a question. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and um, for our audience listening again, her name is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y. And I don't know if I pronounced it right, but the last name is P-O-R-C-H-E. Yeah, Porsche. Yeah, Porsche. Yeah, then when I saw that and, and that you were in um, Louisiana, and I said, oh, well, and then when you said your grandparents from Louisiana, I said, okay, I know this is pronounced differently. So <laughs> Stacy Porsche. Yeah. And, and are you on Instagram or anywhere where they can follow you? Uh, I am on Instagram. I think it's Miss Porsche is my name. I think if you look Stacy Porsche, it should come up that way too. Okay, look up Stacy Porsche. Follow this young lady. She has great things happening. Um, she's willing to share her story and then have shared her story. Thank you for sharing and, um, and to give you guys advice. Um, I think some takeaways I like for people to know is that even if, you know, things don't go the way that you want, or it may take a little bit longer, you can still accomplish your dreams. Stay, stay focused, stay steadfast on the fact that what you want to accomplish and, and going after it and you'll get there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's that's your biggest message. And then the fact that you, like I said, you had on there from 2017 to 2021. She's yeah. graduating, y'all. She's like, I yes, am. I'm doing this. This is done. So. 2021. In Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. But with that said, um, again, thanks everyone for listening. You've been listening to Let's Talk About It, hashtag College Life with Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. I can be found at I am Joyce Johnson on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Make it a great day.